Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic Sunday special. It's good to be with you guys, Pastor Toby Chuck Knox. I'm the Water Boy, and we have, we have this candidate here for Whoa. Attorney General here in Idaho, Raul Labrador, in the studio with us for the whole show. Thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate you to be here. Actually, came in the hot yeah. seat. You don't even know it, do you? I he, know, I know. <laughs> he never I think watched. It's time for me to leave. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's said doing he, it. He actually said he'd watched some shows before, know, and he I came know. on. Yeah, he, he didn't cancel. They, so they were the only good ones you had, I think. <laughs> uh, wow. He's ready. Wow. He's ready. He's ready. <laughs> okay. All hey, right. uh, our magazine editor. Uh, we mentioned this on the midweek fix, but I just need to mention it one more time here on the Sunday special. He had a, a baby this week, or adopted a baby this month, and is a preemie. So he's been back and forth uh, to Boise. So you can still subscribe to the magazine and actually get, get the, this quarter's magazine. The spring issue. But probably this is probably the last week you'll be able to subscribe and get the spring issue coming out. So capitalize um, on. Yeah, it's on the politics of creation. That's right. Yes, yeah. and but it's kind, of, it's kind of important yeah. right now. Yes, you're just just saying, yeah. like you know, things like male and female, and uh, you know, whether those uh, things are true. you know enduring yeah. qualities or, or everlasting not, or immutable. <laughs> There's a bunch of words to describe male and female. Um, and secondly, I, I kind of just wanted to humble brag a little bit on our uh, AR500 corporate sponsor. What? Um, they sponsored our Fort Worth show that we just did last week with Dr. Peter McCullough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with the war going on in Ukraine, some of our pastors say, that are... Can you say what you're about to say? I'm, I'm about I'm going to say some of it, not okay, all of it. All right. with, the, with the war going <laughs> on in Ukraine... Problem, where's our lawyer? You got a lawyer? <laughs> you know, we got, I think, the CREC has like uh, six or six, six churches six in Ukraine. Six churches in our denomination that are in Ukraine. Yeah. And then we got some churches in Poland and so forth. Anyways, they sent them a, a bunch of bulletproof vests um, wow. and everything, which is crazy but really cool. um, uh, be able to, I, I connected our sponsor together and they were able to wow. help out a um, bunch of our pastors and, and church members in Ukraine. So pretty, wow. pretty, wow. pretty Way cool. Way to go guys. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are I'm solid. Brag about that. Hey, don't forget to sign up for uh, our, our fight, laugh, feast events. Yeah. Are you going to say anything about that? No, you're not going to. No, I wasn't. No, you don't care about yeah. the events. Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to be in rapid city, April 7th. Okay. <laughs> sign up, sign up, go to cross politic, Liberty tour for uh, com forward slash Liberty tour. We're going to be in, uh, at rapid city on April 7th. And then in Phoenix on, April 19th, excuse me, May, and, and May. May, excuse me, thank you for the correction, May 19th, and then we're going to be in Knoxville, October 6th through 8th, uh, the Rapid City and the uh, Knoxville events are live for purchase now, yeah, so right. that's, uh, isn't Knoxville too? Knoxville, yeah, October 6th, I wasn't saying Knox, oh, okay. I was saying Knoxville, got it, <laughs> different, yeah. hey, if yeah. you run a business or non-profit organization that takes credit card payments, then you know all about the high fees and the headaches from payment processors. Even worse, yes. these companies often oppose everything we stand for. Mm -hmm. That's why you need Dime Payments. Dime provides the easiest credit card and ACH processing on the market. Whether you're accepting payments for your business or online donations for your church organization, Dime has you covered with a custom solution that's low cost, secure, honest, and simple. Don't let big tech cancel your payments and don't fund their efforts to undermine your values. Check out our friends over at Dime today. It's like dimepayments.com or yep. something. Is there yeah, a, yeah. Right now, you got to be careful about where you're putting your money at because of what, yeah. whatever beast it's growing. I mean, did you donate either. to a trucker? Support you. You know, you might be <laughs> don't put your Don't put your money in Canadian banks right now. You might be sure. in we'll from you. trouble. Okay, so you don't know this. But we're going to play a game in the third segment. I don't even know. Gabe oh, don't yeah. even they, know. They, they didn't okay. even tell me about um, this. So, And rather than spring it on you in the third segment, I'm going to give you some time to develop a thought process of how you want to go about this. And here's the game. Or how you're not going to answer the question. <laughs> well, maybe. maybe. I, 
you're saying the man's a politician? <laughs> I can uh, give you two different answers. <laughs> as long as it doesn't sound like, um, anyway, we don't say that. I'll save it for the third. So the, here's the game. I think right now the biggest problem that we have is not Democrats. I think the biggest problem we have are rhinos. So we're going to play the game, name the rhinos. Now you, you have been That's in the game long enough to know who they are. That's interesting. I'm going to go first, but we're going to save this for the third segment. I'm gonna say it for the third segment. So y'all, y'all gotta hang around for the third segment. For the segment, third segment. Apparently. So I, I'll go. A rhino. I, I, I'm gonna go first when we go back to the third segment. But just, just to get ready, so you can, you need a piece of paper. You can write some of these. I, I may need. To. Okay, I'm, okay I'm, right, I'm, right here, right here. I got it. All right, I got here, it. here you go. Oh, you got no, more. Okay, use my pad. there's right. not enough room on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna okay, be good. I'm, I'm waiting for that one. All right. <laughs> Senate hearings for approving President Biden's nominee for the Supreme Court, Katanji Brown Jackson, finished just this last week with. Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee creating something of a stir with her line of questions of Jackson on whether there are physical differences between men and women that are enduring. And then finally, whether she could even define what a woman is. Supposed inherent differences are no longer accepted as a ground for race or national origin classifications. Physical differences between men and women, however, are enduring. The two sexes are not fungible. A community made up exclusively of one sex is different from a community composed of both. Do you agree with Justice Ginsburg Ooh. that there are physical differences between men and women that are enduring? Um, Senator, <laughs> respectfully, I am not familiar with that particular quote or case, okay. so it's hard for me to okay. comment uh, as to whether. All right, time out, time out, whoa, time whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Was that a whistle? You blew a whistle. Uh, yeah, that, that's what that was. That's a foul. <laughs> you've you never played that. I've one. never heard that one. I got, a, I got a few. <laughs> it just depends on what's going on. That was a foul. Uh, that was I felt like that you just wanted to say something on that. Because I just feels like that, you know, you would, you would, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Docs? I'm just saying, I never thought that I'd be happy to, for the days of RGB. Right, right. Uh, yeah. R yeah. RBG. Yeah. I, I agreed with her She's on that quote. She's quoting Ruth Bader Ginsburg, some, yeah. some ruling that she had, which yeah. is brilliant, by the way. Right. Mm -hmm. At least, at least the definitions of how she's defining this and separating everything. And now we've moved on past where- Tur Turns out RBG is behind the times. Right. Uh -huh. Now, right? In this particular situation. Uh, did you ever think we'd be at a point right now that a Supreme Court nominee mm. would be- uh, I need the context. Unsure about how to answer that question? What's amazing, if you watch the clip, and it's the first time I watch it, actually, because I've been traveling the state campaigning, how long it took her. Yeah to yeah. actually get to the answer to the question. Right. You could see that. Or her non-answer to the question. Yeah, right? her non-answer. <laughs> she just kept processing what is the right thing to do mm -hmm. or to say here instead of what is the right answer. Right. Mm -hmm. What is the correct answer? She wasn't thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, clearly what RGB said was, was total common sense. It was, it made, it, it was biologically accurate. It was everything. Yeah. But she was thinking, if I say the wrong thing, yeah. 
the, then I'm going to get exposed and, and the left is going to go crazy about me. So she was calculating exactly how she needed to answer mm. or not answer the question. That's, that's the, yeah. what we're at. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's, right. that's the mm. moment of life where we're at. Where it's, it's nuts. Mm. All right. Yeah. So round two. Keep going. Okay. I'd love to get your, your opinion on, on that and you can submit that. Do <laughs> you interpret Justice Ginsburg's meaning of men and women as male and female? Again, because I don't know the case, I don't know how I interpret it. I need to read the whole okay. thing. I'm sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got everything to say. No, men, she's asking her, would you interpret her use of men and women as male, as and, male female. and female? Where? What? Did, did she go to Harvard or Princeton? Which, which Ivy League school did she graduate from? And then Harvard. Harvard. Was it Harvard? Was it Harvard? Yeah. Same as. This, uh, this is the product of our Ivy League schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'd have to read the case to know. Yeah. Time if in. men and women is referring to male and female, I, I wouldn't like, know. I, I like Pastor Wilson's quote where he's like, we've, we've done a, 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 you know, what, 40 uh, decades of sex education in public schools, and now we don't know anything <laughs> about how to define what male and female is. This is this is what sex education has done okay, for us right. in our public schools. Okay, let her finish. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> I no. can't. You can't. But it hang. Mm, not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman <laughs> is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is wow. I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, you people make know. arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well. <laughs> yeah, you got you got like a, you need like a bigger whistle. I, I don't yeah, think I that know. whistle is big enough. That was pretty. Know, that was pretty pathetic. I, a bunch of I went like a buzzer. The, the game is over. Right? <laughs> Does it bother you that somebody who is potentially going to be in the Supreme Court? cannot answer this question? Absolutely. In fact, I saw something online just this morning that made total sense. If you think about it, 3,000 years from now, if we're still around, if our Lord and Savior hasn't come back yet, uh, we, uh, when somebody's trying to look at bones and they try to determine the sex of an individual, they're not going to determine it by what they think they were. They're going to determine it by what the DNA and right. the science says. Right. It's not a hard question. Right. It's not we you know we we can be compassionate of people that are having uh, issues in their lives, but there's not a hard question about what science tells us what a male and a female are. Right. You know, I think I actually agree with you what you were saying even earlier too. You know, she knows the right answer. She does. This is not a question there's, about. There's her. like a red dot going yes. like this. Yeah, and, and that's like, why she's I'm, waiting. Uh, it's from a, some liberal up in the balcony. Yeah. I think so. Careful, careful, careful. And I think the evidence of that is this next clip. Well, hold on. Hold because go ahead. No, no. But before you get to the clip, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the bummer thing. The bummer thing is that. I mean, Senator Blackburn. I mean, credit where credit is due. I mean, I'm grateful that she actually oh, went right. down this. This. Yeah. This. She this, asked that question. She asked these Good. questions. Kudos. Good on her and kudos. Uh -huh. And yet, I was so bummed that she stopped here. Yeah, I think there was more to go. She could have pushed her so she, easily. Well, she. Who are you then? Right. Right. Are you a woman? Like that's Ms. so easy, Miss Katanji Brown yeah, Jackson. Are right. you a woman? was Rachel Bader Ginsburg a woman? How do you know? Mm -hmm. but, you is know. your daughter a woman who's sitting behind you? Yeah, I or, mean, or, or just ask her too. Leading up to that is, are you black? 
could you define black for me? Sure. Yeah. Right. Sure. Because there's so many ways. This is, your, this is where conservatives lose me. Yeah. Is they, they do a good job asking questions, but then they can't follow the logical. They don't have the logical ability to like push them further on it. Sometimes Ted Cruz can. Right. Sometimes some of them can do a little bit, but they're missing like the big easy E on the eye chart where to push her. Right. To drill down just a little bit just more. Just a little more. But again, I, yeah, I think you're right. There's a missed opportunity here. I think a lot of times I actually saw it a lot. A lot with the questioning with with, with Katanji uh, oh, Jackson. Did. Yeah, okay. I did. I, there's a lot, and I, but the the main thing is is that when I saw this clip, what precedes this moment is she's talking to um, Feinstein. Yeah, I think right, it is. right there on the screen. Yeah, yeah and, right there on and right. So this is in the earlier part of the day. She talks to yeah. Feinstein, and then this happens. What are your thoughts on what it means for our country to have women serve in meaningful members, meaning meaningful numbers? on the federal bench and in particular I don't know I'm not a biologist to have four women yeah. serving on the Supreme Court for the first time in history thank you senator um, I think it's extremely meaningful um, one of the things that having uh, diverse members of the court does is it provides for the opportunity for role models. Um, since I was nominated to this position, I have received so many notes and letters and photos from little girls around the country. Women? Girls. Who Women? Okay. tell me that they are so excited for this opportunity and that they have thought about the law in new ways. Um, because I am a woman, because I am oh. a black woman. What? All of those things. How does she know that? People have said have been really meaningful to them. So and, he, his, and, uh, this, okay. so she goes on. She even says the fact. She talks. She says she's a woman again, and she's a black woman, and how yeah, important yeah. it is. But I just thought it was interesting that early in the day, when you don't have to define right. what a woman is, you have no problem right. talking about yourself yeah. And, yeah. and the importance of it. Because yeah. if it was just about being black, then... Clarence Thomas has it fixed. We got we got that. Yeah, yeah we got the diversity on it's there. It's not a historic moment. Right, right. And she would be able to define that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes, so the, the definitions actually are a problem because they are telling you where you're directed towards. Right. And that's what she can't lock in because- They the, limit the you. LGBTQ, IA, whatever you want to call them. Don't forget the plus because the P is silent. We know what's coming next. Uh -huh. yep. <laughs> right? Uh -huh. yeah. it's, it's, they won't let her answer that because right. she- is going to be ruling towards yeah. their type of right. legislation. And, 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 and she's a, she'll bust herself out. Exactly. And this is where it would have been great if Blackburn had just said, but but just earlier, you were celebrating, saying it was a historic moment that right. a, a woman, yep. a black woman, is, is yep. you know, that it's meaningful, that there would never be four women on, yeah. on the Supreme Court, all these little girls. What's a little girl? Yeah. That you're yeah, a role a model? Girl. A role model of what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You can't even define yourself. If everything's the same, right. then there's no distinction and then there isn't a beauty. You know? Yeah. I, I, do you, you, I know you haven't been able to watch some of the trials as, or trials, the hearings. It might, <laughs> some, some of it kind of felt true. Although, although I'd say the Republicans didn't like do any rape allegations on her, you know? Yeah. They're like that, Kavanaugh, that, you know? Well, uh, I mean. yeah. They were, yeah. Or her. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> do you, do you think that. We can trust any Republican that would vote for her after all that we've seen in this whole situation. You, with some of the clips that you have, I mean, it, it, it's hard to judge what the Republicans are judging him 
her on. But the reality is that I don't think any Republican, except for maybe one or two, are going to vote for her. Yeah. Uh, I think the majority leader, even just said, who usually votes for all the judges, said that he was going to vote against yeah, her. Mitch McConnell. Mitch came McConnell out. said. Yeah. So I, I, I think her record is really poor on certain issues. Uh, she does have a compelling story, and it, and you do have to admit, you know, seeing it, it is a historic. Uh, occasion because she is a black woman and anyone can see that she is a black woman. I think that's a good thing for our nation. I think it's unfortunate that they, they actually slowed down. We, we had a conservative black woman that was going to be appointed to the court of appeals and they went Biden against it. Yeah, Biden they, was against they, her too. They filibustered yeah. uh-huh. her. You know, now, now they're trying to attack all these Republicans for just asking normal right. questions. Right. They actually filibustered her yep. because they knew that she was a powerful, strong conservative woman yep. and that she was going to be a great credit to this nation. And, and it took a long time to get her on the court because of the Democrats. So uh, yeah. so this is historic, but she should have been in line to be, she should have been the first uh, African-American woman on the court. And she's a powerful, powerful conservative. Could you vote for KJB? Oh, no. Or KBJ? No. no. KBJ. RGB. KBJ. All of this is so ironic, given the fact that Biden, you know, announced that he was going to be selecting a black woman, a black woman as his nominee that she can't even define. And then what can you define a woman for us? No, no. I mean, I think this goes back to the point that both of you made is that she knows the answer. She knows she can't say the answer. She's being held hostage. She's there's the red dot. You can't see it, but it's there is be careful what you say, be Uh careful what you say. If you say the wrong thing. And I think this is going to actually connect with what we talk about third segment when we talk about rhinos, because I think there's a lot of things going on in, in Republican circles. Yeah. They're being held hostage. Republicans are held Uh hostage and not allowed to tell the truth. I'm starting to figure out the third segment. No, no, you don't know. There's Uh, no lames on the list yet. You must have them all up in here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to talk about the Idaho uh, abortion bill. 30 days it goes into play we're gonna talk about that next on cross politics home it's where you build your legacy where traditions are started seeds are planted meals are shared and stories are told we are chris natalie carpenter owners of story real estate and our team of top agents helps people find homes in moscow idaho and around the country have you thought about a move contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. I, th- I, th- I think I'm starting to figure out the third segment. <laughs> Good, because yeah. you're kind of in yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in it. I am kind of yeah. in it. So they, when we went through show prep yesterday, I had to leave early, and they planned out everything without me. And then I got here and like, hey, let's tell them about segment one and two, what we're going to do. But not the third segment. It's so only me fair. and Raul, me and Raul are going to be on fire. Third segment. It's, I'm just telling you right now. It's only fair because you do this to us all, all the time. The time. <laughs> Tell people the truth. It's you true. Can't it's true. handle the truth. True. Not so long ago, the American dream was alive and well. Employees who worked hard were rewarded, and employers looked for people who could get this do the job. This ad is so simple. Not for people who have the right political views. Redballoon.work, redballoon.work or redballoon.work forward slash FLF, FLF for the Fight, Laugh, Feast, is a job site designed to get us back to what made American businesses successful. Free speech, hard work, and having fun. If you're a free speech employer who wants to hire employees who 
focus on their work and not identity politics. Oh man. Then post a job on redballoon.work. If you're an employee who's being censored at work or is being forced to comply with the current zeitgeist, post your resume on redballoon.work and look for a new job. www.redballoon.work forward slash FLF, the job site where free speech is still alive. Redballoon.work. I just want to say if I was reading this ad or we were playing this ad on our show before 2020, I'd be like, this is a stupid ad. <laughs> no one's going to go this here. This is a dumb ad. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, now, <laughs> and then 2020. And then 2020, you hold my beer kind of thing. And, you know, but God has made it so easy to be a successful company right. these days. Right. Yeah. And what's the video game that uh, Andrew told us about? Uh, Pronounlandmines.com. Pronounlandmine.com is landmines. Landmines. Okay, it's put out by redballoon.work, and you can just play a little video game and and miss pronouns. So (laughs) don't get exploded by the pronouns. That's right. Raised by a single parent, Raul worked his way through college, earned a law degree, worked in our courts, served in criminal division of United States Attorney's Office, and went on to build a successful business right here in Idaho. What was that business? So I had a law firm, and we currently have another business, which is a cabinet refinishing business. Oh, nice. He was elected to the Idaho House, where he stopped job-killing taxes in Congress. He became a national leader, co-founding the Freedom Caucus. Actually, that was like Rand Paul and those guys, wasn't it? Yeah, it's with uh, Ron DeSantis, Jim Jordan, Mark Mm -hmm. Meadows, good conservatives. Yeah, Yeah. Mike Lee. Mike Lee was part of it. Mike Lee was in the Senate, so we were the Freedom Caucus in the House, and we would work with Rand Paul and Mike Lee in the Senate. They would come over to the House and work with us. Taking on liberal special interests to protect constitutional liberty, build a stronger economy, ensure our safety and security while preserving Idaho conservative values. Raul's a family man. He lives in Eagle, Idaho with his wife, Rebecca. They're the proud parents of five kids and two grandkids. Hey, yeah. yeah. Way well, to go. Raul, thanks for coming on Cross Politics. It's yeah. great to be it's here. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. And you didn't leave after the first segment. No, I'll leave after around. this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the third segment. He do not want to be around for the third for segment. Yeah, yeah. Just leave your list. <laughs> Heard about the game. So you are running for Idaho Attorney General. Why why Attorney General? You've served in a number of different capacities politically, yeah. both in Washington, D.C. and in Boise. Why Attorney General, and what's your agenda? I mean, what, what do you hope to accomplish in that role? Great question. So we have an Attorney General right now that's been in office for 20 years. Yeah. And not only has he been... sack of and water and <laughs> jello and... Okay. The, 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 those are your words, oh. not mine. <laughs> he's been in office for 20 years, but before that, he was 10 years a deputy in the office. So he's been in that office for 30, 30 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so that's really important to know about him. And and he will tell you, I, I wish I was exaggerating this, but he will tell you that his job is to defend the bureaucracy yeah. of Idaho. No. No. He will actually yeah. say this publicly in on the debate stage. Anywhere we meet together, he says his job is to defend the governor, yeah. the bureaucracy, yeah. and the government. Not the people. Well, not, not the, the people. people. What is his name? You can say it. Lawrence Wasden. <laughs> Lawrence yes. Wasden. Yes. Okay, so he's the current... Current attorney general. Lifer attorney general. Long, yeah, 30 years. And he's yeah. just become a career bureaucrat. In fact, just a couple of uh, days ago, I was talking to somebody who went to law school with him. He went to law school here in this city. Yeah. And his friend came up to me and said, I'm voting for you, Raul. And I Ooh. said, why? And he said, because I went to law school with Lawrence Waston. I said, oh, that's interesting. And, and he told me all the re- different reasons. And I asked him a simple question. Do you think he's changed? Is mm. has he always been the way he is right now, or has he changed? He says, "No, man, he really has changed." Mm. And oh, I asked really? him why, and he said, "Because he's been in office too long." 
mm. that he has just become just a, a creature of yeah. the bureaucracy. So just to like protect his, his job. Basically, yeah, now he's position. protecting himself and right. the people he works with instead yeah. of what I think the attorney general should be doing, which is defending the rights of the people of Iowa. So, so r- r- real quick, um, how does how does that charge not stick to you? you you've been a legislator here in Idaho. You've been a, 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 a Congress, congressman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you ran for governor. So how does that kind of that lifelong politicianness that's, not that's stick great, on you? Thank you for the question. That's yeah. actually a great question. Yeah, I thought so. So, so. actually, not, <laughs> that, not that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you adjusted. I, I, I was trying yeah. to give you a, thank a, you. a <laughs> phrase. And then we took it to the and so I took level. it. You're like, I'm, I'm taking it away from you. That's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. Stay around for the third segment. He's getting good. He's getting good. We're going to have to. So, so it's a simple there was a story written about me about my third term in Washington, D.C. So I had already been in, in politics for about 10 years almost. Okay. And the Idaho statesman was funny. They were trying to attack me, and they talked about all the things I had done in Washington. And then there was this great line that said, he's been in Washington all these years, and Washington hasn't changed him. They meant it as an insult. Mm. But I took that as a tagline yeah. that mm-hmm. I've been in politics for a long time. I'm very seasoned in what I do, mm-hmm. but I haven't allowed Washington or politics to change me. I'm still the same guy that was a Tea Party guy, yeah. you know, 10 years ago. I was a Tea Partier before the Tea Party started. I was an America First guy before America First movement right, started. Right, right. I, all these things are things that I actually believe in innately. Mm-hmm. And I have always not just done things and said things that are conservative, but I have done things that are conservative. So you look at my entire record and you can see that I have never deviated from the path. Okay. So when you talk okay. about that he's uh, defending bureaucracy and not the people, what are the things that the people need defending that he isn't defending? So let me give you a few examples. Yeah, please. Um, if you think about right now, we're, we're almost at two years of a pandemic, right? At yep. two years of a emergency a, powers, emergency powers of the governor. If you guys, you guys know this really well, that the emergency powers so the governor should only be 30 days, 30 days and then that 30. can be extended for yep. another 30 days. Yes, sir. Why do you think we're almost at two years of the emergency power? Because the attorney general didn't the defend attorney the general people. told him that he could interpret the statutes to mean that 30 plus 30 meant 30 plus 30 plus, plus 30. 30 plus 30. We were plus in a debate a couple of weeks yes. ago oh and goodness. I said that to the audience and he, you know how he justified it? He said that his job as the attorney general is to find the legal argument that will justify whatever the governor is doing. Whoa! That's what that was his answer. Yeah. I mean, it's actually one of the, f- frankly, what one of the best races I've had because usually when I'm running for whatever office, everyone on the stage always says, "Oh, I'm just as conservative as Raúl." Yeah. They try to make right. they say all these things, and I'm like, "No, you're not." He's just swallowing all the camels, yeah, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but this time, he's actually saying, "No, I am different than Raúl, and I believe differently than and and I'm and he does. Yeah, he, yeah. he sees his job totally differently." I'll give you a second example. We have a family in North Idaho that bought a large piece of land. The EPA came in and told them that they, they needed to, um, to have their, their, their land yep. subject to, to the waters of the USA, to the Clean Water Act. Yep. This, is like, this has been going on for a decade. It's been going on for a decade. While Lawrence has been an uh, attorney general for all this time. Okay. This family fought the EPA at the Supreme Court level. They went all the way up to the Supreme Court. There were several numerous uh, Republican attorneys general that f- joined the family in the fight. I, as a member of Congress, joined the family in the fight. Guess who was missing from that Lawrence. fight? Lawrence. 
Our attorney, our own attorney general didn't join them because he didn't think that was his job, but it gets better than that. They wanted the Supreme Court level because the Supreme Court, the, the EPA tried to say that they didn't have jurisdiction, that they didn't have standing to sue. Yeah. The Supreme Court said they did have standing, so they went back to the lower court. At the lower court level, they fought. They went all the way to the Supreme Court. They're Right now, they're before the Supreme Court for a second time. Wow. wow. 23 Republican attorneys general are joining this family. Who's missing from that fight? Oh, my goodness. Our Orts. own attorney general. Yep. But the Egregious. best part is that two weeks ago, we were on the debate stage, and I used this example, yes. and he said, well, I'm going to join them now. <laughs> 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 so he's either absent or late yeah. to every single fight that is important to the people yeah. of Idaho. Wow. Jello! Wow. So, so, so would you have kept us in, would you even allow the governor to do an emergency order set up? In the particular situation, so that's a great question. In the beginning, yes, because we didn't know what the heck was happening. You know, everybody thought they were going to die, that the, all these different things. And the legislature, because this is clear, the legislature has given the governor this authority. And I'm just going to use a, a different example. If we have a dam break tomorrow, they don't. the governor doesn't have time to call the legislature into session and yeah. try to decide, what am I going to do? He needs yeah. to have the power to act. That's why we have an emergency order, right. emergency statute. I would have said you have 30 days and you have 30 days to extend it. Anything you want to do after that 60 day period, you have to call the legislative se into session, legislature into session, and you need to decide together what you do. But here's what, what, what here's what that's done to me though is like I don't want the governor to have emergency powers anymore. I got <laughs> let the dam break at this point. You know what I'm saying? I, I, because I, of how I, everything's I, been I, abused so bad, mm -hmm. it's like and and then we apparently we got a bunch of legislators and senators who won't call themselves back into session because they don't think it's legal. Um, that's another issue. And, um, and that was where, a, where do you a big come on fight. That? Where, where I told yeah. the legislators that the the fight on whether they have the power to call themselves into session, yeah. I think is 50-50. Yeah. I can make the argument that they did, yeah. but I think it's 50-50. But the issue is not whether they had to call themselves into session. It's whether the governor should have called them into session. And I think the separation of powers doctrine required the governor to call them into session after the 60 days. Yeah. The other that's issue, what, what you're concerned about, I actually think that was an overreach on the governor part even yeah. under the original emergency order yeah. there's nothing in the emergency statute that allows him to close down churches yep. close down businesses Which I, close I assume down was schools Colton, me and Colton were on yeah. that lawsuit uh -huh. yeah so those yep. were actually outside of his constitutional powers and I would have told but them that, that. Well, and also our own code said uh, uh, that the governor couldn't quarantine I'm taking this he thinks this is his show it's hey. like hi that the governor too. is good having you guys here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's right that's right that the governor can't quarantine the healthy Yes. So he actually quarantined the whole state no, illegally. No. no, there were things that he did illegally, even outside of the powers that he already had. Yeah, yeah. But a good attorney general, that, that's why this, I think this is the most important race in, yeah. in the entire state. Because we don't know who's going to win the governor's race, right? right? And and right now, the well, if, if you would step up and, and, and here, let me write down the rhino. First rhino for you, little. Okay. <laughs> and then you can. And, hey, and, I don't so want your and, list. Endorse McGeehan. All right. There we go. I wrote it down right here. <laughs> Just kidding. So, so we don't know who's going to win that race, but having a strong attorney general in that office yeah. that will actually check on the powers of the executive, because the job of the attorney general, in my opinion, yeah. is to check on the powers, on the any overreach, not just at the state level, but also at the federal level, yeah. going after the Biden administration when they do things that they shouldn't be doing, yeah. and, and making sure, ensuring that our government is not violating the people. So if you're, if you're the attorney general back in 2020, and Little goes to extend it. It's, it's, he's had his 30, and he's had his 30. 
although he's already he's locked down churches and businesses and quarantined the healthy, what are yeah. you doing in that position for the, well, for the Idaho This people? is where I think it's important to have a strong person in the office because right now he knows he has a yes man and he knows he's going to get whatever answer hmm. he wants. He's going to be much more careful when he has a strong person. It, yeah. You know, I have a strong sure. personality. Yeah. I'm a strong person. I don't have to yell and scream. You know, some conservatives think that they have to be yelling and screaming sure. all the time. I, like I'm Gabe. Actually a, uh, Gabe thinks he has to yell I know, and scream I know, all the time. I get tired all of the time. It, <laughs> 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 it's exhausting. <laughs> I know. It's exhausting. It makes me tired. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine what it's doing for him. But, but, you know, the reality is that you can actually be soft-spoken yeah. And, and you can talk to people because when you talk with reason and you talk with the force of law, you can you can yeah. make a, a huge impact. So is I that why we can't talk with Democrats anymore? Because there's just no reason there. Absolutely. I mean, like seriously, huh? absolutely. Like a man, it can't even man. Man's a woman, a woman's a man. Yeah. So you, you, you saw it. So you, 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 you can talk like this, Governor Little. <laughs> I do everything. For I'm you. not going to allow you to extend <laughs> the emergency powers. Emergency powers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There's a horse we're eating at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. All right. Governor Brad Little just signed Bill 1309, heartbeat law, uh, protecting babies as young as six weeks from abortion, allowing family members to sue abortionists for yep. civil damages, kind of copying the, tax, the Texas um, uh, uh, attack. Uh, Governor Little expressed concerns the law is unconstitutional in his signing statement. So we, he signs it, it, and then he says it's unconstitutional. Um, what, what can you tell us about the law and any comments you have on his, his signing statement? So first, he, he wrote a brief for the ACLU so they can use it, so they can, they can use it in, in the court, which is a, a mistake. Oh. But he did that because the attorney general of the state of Idaho actually wrote that in an opinion. You shut this law. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, please, please, please. No, 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 no. Shut up and talk. <laughs> so the attorney general of the state of Idaho actually wrote in an opinion. Oh, no. One of his deputies wrote in an opinion that this law is unconstitutional and they didn't take into consideration that this similar, a similar law is already before the Supreme Court. Everyone has argued that this, I mean, every conservative legal scholar understands that either Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned or probably more closely to what I think, that it's going to be narrowed. You're going to split the baby. It, that, yeah, that, yeah. I don't want to say it that way. Well, that, no, that's yeah. Yeah. the reality is yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's yeah. what they're going to do. They're uh -huh. just going to narrow, and, and they're going to find this law to be constitutional. For the for them... For Mississippi. To, the Mississippi yeah, law yeah, is correct. what so, yeah, yeah, so for them to say that this law is unconstitutional and not take into account what all the legal conservative arguments are, the, the briefs that were presented to the U.S. Supreme Court, the many arguments that there are for this law to be constitutional, they actually they, they keep writing these briefs, these these opinions that give the left. Uh, that's why I joke that that we're just writing the memos for the ACLU. We're mm. writing the, the wow. legal briefs mm. on the transgender issue, the law that passed a couple of yes. years ago. Yes. The attorney general filed an opinion saying that it was unconstitutional. I mean, it's the picture of the. You know that picture, that famous picture now that we saw of the female, the female swimmers yes, next yeah. to the yeah, transgender yeah. swimmer. Yeah, I mean that picture tells a, t a thousand, yes. a million words. Yes, right. Yeah, and he said that that transgender swimmer has an equal protection right to participate in female you, sports. He would have been a great Jim Crow attorney general. He, you, Ouch. Know? Yeah. Ouch. It, it, you know? It's all about the establishment. It's just whatever the establishment yeah. was, whatever the bureaucracy was. Knox still would have been drinking a different water fountain than me under, under Lawrence Watson under Jim Crow laws. No, it, it, it's amazing what, what, what he's saying. And, and he keeps writing these. And then he uses the excuse that his job is just to call balls and strikes. 
And I'm like, no, that's the job of a judge. Right. Well, you, you see the balls on that swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, call, 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 call. Hey, we I got a lot of out of the, the audience on that one. After that was segment. good. Gabe. We're trying to get him to stay for the third segment, Gabe. He's, been, he's being held hostage. So, what, what, what is your take on? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm hogging too. No, I, no but, that's okay. We, we, you know, we, we got to go. But, 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 can I just ask but no, one, we guys, we just save for the third one, segment. We'll come back in for the third segment because here's a, I'm gonna give you a chance to think about this one too, along with the rhinos. Um, how does somebody like this keep getting elected in Idaho? Yeah. In Idaho. Yeah. Mm, this goes right to the rhino question. All right, more cross politics coming up next. We're about to find out who all the rhinos are in Idaho and abroad. I'm going to name the abroad ones. You're going to name the ones in Idaho because I ain't been here long enough. More cross politics coming up next. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Yeah. Hold on. He's going to need a lot more water for this Speaking one. Speaking water still, hand it to him. Oh, We're live. Just do it. Just bring a picture in here and just... Yeah. Welcome back to Cross Politic, where we're getting Raul Labrador water right now. No, really, we are. Like she's he's thirsty. He's thirsty. I'm making him. I'm stressing him out actually right now. <laughs> this is going to be a long list. I just, I just wonder what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Raul Labrador is running for attorney general in the state of Idaho. So get ready to vote for him. When is the elections? May seventeenth. May seventeenth. Yeah. Early voting starts here in a, in a week yeah. or two, and yeah. and people just need to get out there and vote. I mean, we we feel really good about this race. We just got a pullback about a week ago. We're ahead by double digits. But, you know, this is Idaho, and, yeah. and the establishment is going to come at, against me. They're going to yeah. be fighting me. Right. They're going to yeah. spend money trying to yeah. make sure that yeah. Yeah. that I don't win. So we need it. We need the yeah. Vote. voters to vote. Yeah. We need people to donate to the campaign. They, yeah. they can go to our website, Labrador2022.com. Yeah. Right. Labrador go, go ahead. The water's here. Here we go. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now that, now that Raul's got water, Classical yeah. Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. Classical Conversations provides a classical Christ-centered curriculum with local like-minded communities across the United States, actually in several countries as well. And they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get community, classicalconversations.com. Anybody want to James them? Um, oh really? It's That's third what, segment. That classical third conversations segment. is the uh, is the sponsor. I don't not know about Jameson. Jameson. Oh, I'm saying if you want some. some, well, we got some. James ain't sponsoring this segment. All right. No, um, hey, Toby, Toby, you want to hold the So, so we we ended. You ready last, for this game? Well, yes. We're but a before game? I have to, there's two things. You know, if you're smart, you never ask a politician two questions at the same time because you won't get two answers. That's right. See how I framed you in like that? You're stuck. But one one question is, how is it that who who would you like? To, to serve as attorney general as far as governor? Like, if, if you're attorney general, what governor would be best for you? And the second question <laughs> is, yeah, no. Okay. Uh, how in the world does Lawrence get elected for 20 years running? 
In Idaho. In Idaho. So, so I'm going to answer your third question now. <laughs> <laughs> the rhinos? The rhinos? <laughs> okay. No, the, the second question is easy, is that, uh, frankly, he has been such a lackluster attorney general that no one has really wanted to run against him that has any opportunity to, to run and to win. He's never really had a strong opponent. He's had a couple of people run against him who, who were really good, would have been great attorneys general, but they didn't have a strong campaign. Because no one's really, frankly, until two years ago, I hadn't even thought about running for attorney general. Uh, right, right. I just started watching what was happening here under the pandemic. Right. I started getting calls. I have two friends that are current attorneys general in their states that I serve with in Congress. Okay. And they were calling me and they were saying, you're attorney general needs to be replaced yeah. Yeah. The, wow. he's not joining us in the, all the federal fights that we're having right. and that's the first time I really started thinking about it so I think for some reason because he has been so under the radar no one yeah. really strong was thinking about running against him. 2020 that's did that funny. for so many it things it, it, it I mean, yeah. so I mean, many people it was the first time where it's yeah. like who are my yeah. city council members who is mm -hmm. my mayor who are yeah. my representatives yeah. who's my state right. like, yeah. I mean yeah. that was I mean in some ways that's part of the gift of God yeah. to yeah. us is that we, we were suddenly forced to wake up and say okay we have these representatives who represent us and wake up people. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And so then the first, first question. question. The first, there was a first question? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to answer that question. I have said that I'm not endorsing anybody in the race yeah. uh, because I have good friends that are running. I, I have three good friends that are running. In. So we got some good candidates and, Yeah, we, we have good candidates. Just people need to understand why do they want? Do they want business as usual or do they want to change? And they really need to pick the person that's more, more li most likely to win in that race. That's going to be a tough race, really, because... The current governor has done a good job of telling a good yarn. Let's just yep. put it that way. Mm. And uh, and people need to to go out there and, and see if they're okay with the things that are happening. Just remember that the current governor has us still under an emergency order. Until right next, now. Is it ending it's next April month? April 15th. Yeah, April 15th. So I was, oh, yeah. I was right. Okay, so just I think it was like the last two weeks. Uh, it, was, it was the 16th that Dave Rubin came out uh, with his Sonomite uh, Mirage partner. And said that they were... Tell us what you really think. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Right. Uh, that they were going to have babies. Expecting. Expecting. Two well, little, I mean, they... They, 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 okay. they showed a picture of... Ultrasound pictures. Now... Did you see this picture? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Do you so, know who Dave Rubin is? Yeah. Okay. And so, now, what was interesting wasn't that. Because I, mean, I, I expected pagans to act like pagans. Yeah, um, that's sure. not too surprising yeah, for me. Pete Buttigieg um, did it with... Pete Buttigieg did it. So, yeah. I, and everybody kind of... The conservatives lit him up. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he's yeah. a Democrat. Yeah, but what was surprising, mm -hmm. and this is me naming my first rhino, was surprising was the conservative folks that came out and supported this. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a lot. Saying, now, Dave, you're going to be a great dad. And so my first person on the list of rhinos is PragerU. Prager oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. Because, and here, <laughs> and here's why. Here's why. <laughs> and they do some good stuff. And, and I appreciate them so much. But we just got done talking about a male swimmer who is taking the spot of women yep. and is abusing women by dominating them so badly in this sport. And it's not going to end yeah. here. Uh -huh. And we want to come out and say, hey, women are a special uh, part of humanity that needs to be protected. Isn't right? it special that there's so many women? Right. And, and we just got done is praising it? a black woman for being on, uh, being the nominee of the Supreme Court. And we're... Yeah. So women are important, right. and then conservatives come out here and praise Dave Rubin, who is excommunicado a, a woman from the relationship right. of being raised uh -huh. in a house yeah. with a, a husband and a wife. He's, he he, he so, and his his 
gay lover, man boy, man boy, hired uh, three concubines. That's right. The whole setup's They're, crazy. They got eggs from one woman, and then they inseminated those eggs in the it, lab. It's pure eugenics. And then they pregnated and, two hosts, but, basically. But before that, they were flipping through an online catalog. They actually said this on the video. I'm not making yeah. this up. Dave, Dave, yeah. Dave Rubin actually says on the video, he's, he says, you can look and see what kind of woman you want to have take the eggs from. And they're young. Green and eyes, pretty, brown hair, blonde hair. You can see what they hair. look like, and Education. where they went to school, and how educated. Like, that's eugenics. Oof. That's eugenics. And, um, you know, the thing that Hitler was doing. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, do, and, and they wow. did, and then they hire two wombs. Yeah. They take the eggs from concubine wombs. Let's call them concubine wombs. Concubine wombs that they're now having the, these two fertilized eggs. We don't know what happened to the other fertilized eggs. Yeah. Babies. Right. Were they, were they yeah, just dumped it in the trash or frozen, frozen or what? Yeah. Um, and they're, but th th people don't see the conservatives don't see that these two men, not only are they doing something that's sinful right. um, in, in God's sight, but now they're, um, I, I showed part of the, a video of this, Pastor Doug did a, re a response to yeah, this. Yeah, he did um, a good, yeah. Showed it to my family last night, and my 17-year-old son, senior in high school, said that man, talking about Dave Rubin, should be in jail. Ooh, why? He should be in jail, because he's, he's buying and selling babies. Mm -hmm. He's buying and selling women. Uh -huh. I mean, it's prostitution in a weird kind of eugenics way. Uh -huh. It's buying and selling people, and not to mention the fact that he's he's going. He's in the process of um, he's going. Those two guys are going to raise two boys or, or kids, children. We don't know with, them, with no mother. With no mother. Yeah. On purpose. Now, sometimes it happens providentially. A mom dies, and conservatives are praising him for it. I mean, but we would call that child abuse. Yeah. That, I mean, you're going to raise these kids on purpose with no mom. Yeah. yeah. Where's the mom? Yeah. They completely removed her right. from the equation as if the very value, you know, okay. I, so I'll, I'll save mine. I, I got, I'm I got just going to add the blaze to this too. Wait, because wait, I, don't, take my, don't take all my, I got okay, list. I just say that. Take that back. Doggone it. Take okay. So back. I got Prager so you, you, Rhino, number uh, one. <laughs> your list. Yo, you stay, you stay in Idaho. You can so, just stay in Idaho. Keep so, it simple. So, so I don't name Rhino. I don't actually don't even like the name Rhino. I, I like to call people liberal Republicans, moderate Republicans, and conservative okay, Republicans. Sure, sure. I think anybody who wants to be a Republican should be a Republican. I want to welcome I people. I, I, I do, <laughs> but I like. I, I don't mind saying that somebody's liberal because I, I, I just don't. I just don't like the the, the term Rhino. Oh, well, if we don't, but, we, we need definitions though. Uh, no, I, that's why I say liberal. So what's up? So give us an yeah. example of a liberal but I, I, I don't name people oh. like that. I, I just don't go around uh, calling. Uh, there, there's plenty of liberal Republicans in the state of Idaho. And what you need to do is you need to look at their records. Mm. It's really simple. It's, it's the person who comes to you and campaigns at your door and says that they're going to do all these conservative things. And they go back and they go back to the legislature or they go back to the city council or they go back to the Congress. Yeah. And they do the opposite of what they're saying. And who would be uh, an example of that? There's a lot of people like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wonder if you have to do it. He's like, I'm not going to define what a woman yeah. is, but there's a lot of women yeah. out there. Yeah, no, I, I, you know? I, I, no, I actually defined them. I just didn't name them. <laughs> um, yeah. So now you can jump into the blaze. Mm -hmm. So the, I, I'll come back now. I'm going to come back to you again. You can say the same okay. thing again if you want to. <laughs> well, but, I mean, Dave Rubin's on the blaze. Yeah. Right? He He's... He owns. He own, has more ownership in, on the Blaze than um, uh, uh, Glenn Beck does. What? Dave Rubin. When I was down, when we were down in Fort Worth, the Chad Prather. Chad, that's what oh, Chad Prather told me. Man. Um, so, 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 so Chad Prather's on the Blaze. Yeah. So you know, and I want to. He say came that, out. He released a statement. Yeah. yeah and, it was. It was I. Right. But so did so did so did um, uh, uh, Ali Best Stucky. 
she oh, yeah, came you, out. You mentioned she did she, like a 15 did, minute video on this. She did a 16, 15, 16 minute video on it. And I was, I thought it was, the video was phenomenal. The video was really good. She did a great job laying out four parts of why she can't support her friend, um, Dave Rubin. And, but, can't congratulate him. and congratulate him. But then in the first minute and 11 seconds of the video, she says, I'm sure that my friend Dave Rubin and his husband will make good fathers. Mm. Ouch. So she doesn't make my list because I know her. But that right there, though, is still a problem of what you're. Un- Listen, I, I, I think she, I, I kind of need a little ahead. time to go through this because we have to step back for a second and look what just happened in the last two weeks, yeah. because I think it's providential. You need to step back and look. We had William Thomas, who is running against racing against women in the, in the swimming pool. Leah, Leah, Tom, is it William, William Thomas, who is. Oh, oh OK. <laughs> OK. We are dead naming. <laughs> That's what dead we're doing. Naming. And so who is racing against women in the pool that we are all sitting here. Saying, in a leotard. That we, you shouldn't do that. You're taking the yeah. spot of other women. We all, and all the conservatives are all, all over con- are it. All Sh- over. Sharing the picture. There's yeah. the dude in the swimsuit, and there's the girls. Right. And and we are can't bad, very bad, right. taking the spot of women. Right. Then Evil. you then you come up here right after that, March 16th. You have Ruben who comes out here with this announcement. That's a really good right? point. And yeah. then right after that, and, the, and, and, and then conservatives. And, and, and Prager U says congratulations. Megan Kelly. Congratulations. You, Congratulations. Blaze, Daily Wire. They've been Daily Wire. Who is the Daily Wire? Candace Owens. I, I, she did, she knows how to hit it up. A couple of their of their uh, guys did. But uh, it's one, been it's one been of, one of their new girls did. Wow. And, um, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a quiet nobody saying anything. And then you have Katanji Brown Jackson. Right. And what, everybody can you please define a woman. F- flips out over the idea that she can't define what a woman is. Yeah. Well, this it, is why conservatives can't have nice things. But here's the deal. If, if if you are willing, guys, we will sit up here the whole time and we will say the, the problem with black culture is that their, their men don't stay married to their women. Right. Every one of these, these guys I'm talking about have made this a huge case. Right. Right. Black right. family, the destruction and demolishment of the black family has been a horrible right. economic reality. Well, and that issue is what uh, converted Dave Rubin to be conservative with Larry, Larry Elder. Elder did that, That's right? right? And yeah. so, and we will jump up and down on the, the structure of the black family being uh, 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 something that erodes the foundation of culture and life in America. And, and economy. And economy. Yep. And yep. to the Ability black to culture make. itself, right? right? right. Uh-huh. And right. so we will jump up and down on that and say, husbands, men need to stay married to their wives and raise their kids. Right. Yep. Then you get Dave Rubin coming in here. And, and Dave Rubin converted on and, that issue to conservatism. And then we will say, okay, wait a second. If it's important that men marry women and women be a part of the process of raising children for the betterment of the culture, then how do you support Dave Rubin who is moving a woman completely out of the context of just using the family, just buying the the nuclear family. What it is, is then not valuable ultimately to how do we have any conviction to make any moral equity to make a judgment about the black family if we're going to praise right. what we saw in Ruben. Right, interesting. It doesn't make that's, any that's sense. That's a great point, Knox. Yeah. No. And so since, since this is the, the third segment, and, and I'm uh, Ryle's ready got, to run out the door it's, right now. It's, um, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm voting for you. Um, Lincoln's my friend. I've, I followed you. I voted for you when you were a, a congressman. Um, I, I don't think I was in – I couldn't vote for you when legislator because you were down south. Um, but I think – some of your reasoning bothers me a little bit on, on, and I, it, it's to me, it's part of the problem with Republican politics mm-hmm. where, um, we, we want to be nice. I understand that. Um, we don't want to name names, you know, cause either they're friends or you don't want to, maybe someone who would vote for you would also vote for this other, you know, liberal conservative stuff like that. 
Um, I, and I understand that we need to be wise and prudent and, and all these things, but I think conservatives have been playing the wrong game for decades, which is why we're, Idaho's where it's at. See, and, I, and I disagree with you. That's, that's fine. I, I that's disagree. Fine. I, I think conservatives have been playing the wrong game because they think that screaming and yelling is the way to get people to their side. And the reality is that well, we Well, then come Trump. Yeah, but Trump is unique. You, you cannot be Trump. You know, everybody makes the argument that Trump did something. Trump had 99% name ID. Mm-hmm. when everyone in the world knew who Trump, Trump was. was. Yeah. And he had a 99% positive rating. He had a lot of room to lose some of that positivity. Mm-hmm. The rest of us don't have that. We don't have that, that name ID. You cannot use Trump as an example. I think Trump, where he should be an example to all of us, is that what, what I love about Trump more than anything is that he said what he what But you what aren't doing did. it. No, he, he did what he said he was going to do. Okay, so then, he did. He well, okay. did. But and, I'm trying to figure yeah. out which Republicans are you talking about that are running around here screaming and yelling. Yeah. No, they, when you look at conservatives who are trying to get elected, yeah. they, they, they raise their voices. They call people names. Man, I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not I, seeing I see that. it all the time. They call people rhinos. And what you end up Because well, they are. Is, <laughs> yeah, but what you end up doing, in my opinion, yeah. and, 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 and I could be wrong about this, but in my opinion, what you end up doing is you're alienating the, the, the people that we need to bring to our side. We need to be more persuasive. So, do you things. do you think that what we just talked about with Dave Rubin and his situation is alienating people and taking no, away that, from our that's side? a different issue. That's 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 a moral issue that that you can have a good discussion about. But when you go around saying that person is a rhino, that person is a rhino, that person is a rhino, mm-hmm. there's a few people in the audience that are persuadable that would come to our side because they like the, the name calling or something. They like okay. the ideas that we that we stand for, mm-hmm. but they don't like the name calling. So, what's the difference between calling somebody a rhino and a liberal Republican? Because that's descriptive, and I can tell you why they're liberal. I can tell you the things that they're doing that are liberal. What makes a Republican? What makes a Republican? You know, a, a Republican is, is a person who believes in the principles of the Republican Party. We have a platform in the state of Idaho. The platform outlines things that I agree with yeah. and that I'm willing to abide by. And when you have a Republican who either is not willing to sign that pledge or who signs the pledge and says and that does there doesn't do it, then they're a liberal Republican. So then that would be the same thing as saying they're Republican, but then in name only. Yeah, and and that's fine. I, I just right. don't like. I, I just it's just. Is it a pejorative? I, is it like? It, does it come it, off as pejorative? I, mean, I, or something I don't want to get into an argument yeah. about no, it. No, no, it, no, no, it, no. I'm trying to understand. For me, it doesn't work. Right. You know, for me, if if I'm speaking to an audience, because what we need to understand is that there's people that are persuadable to our side. Right. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. And I have met them throughout this whole process that they they they're tired of Republicans who are not keeping their promises. They're yeah. tired of liberal Republicans. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to them with reason and you talk to them about the things you want to do, they get super excited about coming to our side. Yeah. Yeah. When you start going around calling people names, then those same people and, and I'll use my wife as the best example. My wife That's is cheating. As, as conservative. <laughs> That's cheating. She's as conservative as they come. Yeah. She she loves everything I do. When somebody starts starts talking in a way that is pejorative towards people, it turns her off immediately, even though she agrees with that person. And there's a lot of Republicans like that that are conservative in heart, at principle. And I just I just choose to use words that are a little different. You know, I read this article a long time ago that talked about Reagan. And you guys are going to disagree with me here, but it said that the magic of Reagan was that he could articulate conservative principles in a moderate tone. I have always made that my mantra. Mm -hmm. 
is to articulate conservative principles. Nobody has a bigger backbone or a stiffer backbone than I do. I can show you the scars from the fights that I have had with the Republican establishment in the state of Idaho. So no one, I can't think of anyone in Idaho who has fought the establishment more than I have. I still get called a rhino all the time because I didn't yell at this person. I didn't say this to this other person. I'm like, that's not what makes you a real Republican. Mm -hmm. What makes you a real Republican is that you you stand up for the principles that you espouse. And I think, I actually, I don't don't think we differ on, um, I mean, I think there's gonna be personality differences in all of this. And it could just be my personality, right? And I don't don't mind someone who is softer spoken and isn't trying to light every room on fire at all. I think the concern has been though that um, many within the Republican party seem for a long time have been um, so concerned to be so nice so persuadable, so persuasive, you know, whatever, and then, but they're, but they're limp noodles. And, and, I, and, and that's why you, you cannot have a limp noodle. Right. And with me, you don't get that. And, and the reality is that, you know, I, I have friends who are tougher speaking than I am and will do whatever the Speaker of the House tells them mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Yeah. Is I don't, yeah. I'm not, fair enough. I'm not trying to make an argument about tone. Yeah. Or, or even, <laughs> no, or even, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a pet peeve. I, I just don't I like the, okay. the, the, and the we were, rhino. We're talking about the same yeah. thing. No, I think, yeah. I think we yeah. are. And we weren't yeah. thinking, we were not yeah. thinking of rhino in terms of being of like tone. pejorative and yeah. maybe we just because run a different circle. I love, I, again, I love the guy that's like this. My friend. <laughs> I got a backbone. No. <laughs> I don't that's yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. What I have a problem with is exactly what you described. Yeah, that's what I have a problem with. With, with yeah. people who I think you would call them liberal Republicans. Yeah. And I, I think We're that, fine with that. I'm fine with that title, absolutely. Because but I think the problem is is that the way that politicians engage and talk, even I don't care if they're screaming from the rooftop or if they're being as calm as you are, mm-hmm. it's hard for people who are in the in the common uh, uh culture to identify because they don't engage people you know there was a guy that we had on the show uh what's his name our buddies talks about people they only took 15 minutes out a year to vote um joseph back home home. yeah Mm -hmm. we don't engage with politics throughout our whole life through our our year Mm -hmm. we come usually and vote maybe we'll take once maybe twice if we do primaries right we don't do local politics so people come into a situation and they say okay i know that guy and i can trust him what do i do and what I'm what I'm tired of getting is sometimes it seems that we're, no one wants to offend the other person. And says, let me tell you something. This person doesn't have a good voting record. This person right here, if you are conservative and you want someone who is conservative, this person is not that. And, and I will say that all day and, long. And that's what it sounds like yeah. you were saying with Lawrence, right? Like yeah. if you want somebody who protects the people, he's exactly. not going to be the guy that does that. Exactly. But I'm wondering what who what other people. What did you see? I, I never called Lawrence a rhino. I described what he did, and I described the kind of Republican that he is, and the, and I'm being described descriptive because the people at the people on the right that love the term for example they're already with me i'm mm-hmm. trying to convince the people that are trying to decide right who who to vote for they're like well lawrence has been around for 20 years he's a nice guy all these things and i'm trying to convince them that mm-hmm. look he's not that nice yeah and he's not that good mm-hmm. and we, mm-hmm. he's not that conservative mm-hmm. so we need him to be over really the problem that we have in politics is people who want to be liked and there's a difference right. yes. between mm-hmm. being nice mm-hmm. Yep. And wanting to be liked, yep. I have I have fought against the president of the United States, the two speakers of the house.
House against my own leadership in Idaho. To this day, the the governor, the ex-governor of Idaho, will tell people that he will do whatever he can to make sure that I never get elected to an office. Yeah, because I stood up against him on the House floor. I killed his gas tax seven times, which is one of my proudest moments. Uh-huh. I killed his gas tax seven times on the House floor. I was a freshman legislator. Think about that. Yeah. And he was saying, who's this SOB? Who does he think he is mm-hmm. killing my stuff? So I have fought against the most powerful people in the United States, and I have usually won. Yeah. But I have done it with a simple style of just, you know, I don't have to be loud or call people. No, and well, I, let, me, let me ask again, this. That's not the, Wait, but that's not the argument I'm trying to put no, forth yeah, at all. That's, that's fair. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's really helpful. Um, let, let me just maybe ask this specific question then. Since Roe v. Wade is not law, would you just say, hey, abortion's illegal in our state? So if... Roe v. Wade is overturned? No. Roe v. Wade is not law, mm-hmm. right? It's just a Supreme Court decision. It's not law. Mm-hmm. Would you just ignore it? Um, so I, 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 I wouldn't go there, but what we need to do is fight to make sure that, that we do whatever we can to overturn Roe v. Wade. So, so why would you not go there when, when Roe v. Wade's not law? It's a precedent of the Supreme Court, and that's what we what we follow. That's what makes it a nation of laws. And I know that you guys have a different opinion about. Well, this. Congress makes law. Yeah, no, but Supreme the, Court doesn't. The, the Supreme Court. That's why we need to overturn Roe v. Wade. That's why I'm so excited about what's happening in the Supreme Court right now. So right, we have. I can't remember what it is, but we have um, some uh, some laws that are could possibly come in conflict with the Supreme Court Correct. or with yeah. Congress, right? So when it comes to the um, the, the Second Amendment, um, we have, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Red flag laws? No, no, no. We're the ones like accessories, um, guns. The, just the... I can't remember. Yeah. Well, we passed a law that, that said it was sort of preemptive um, a few we years did. ago. Correct. Do you oh, remember 2014, that? So I believe it was. This said basically if the federal government tries to encroach any further upon Correct. our Second Amendment rights. Correct. We need to fight it. We, mm. we um, uh, sort of hereby already um, char- doesn't work charge our, um, uh, our, our administration law yeah. um, law to, to yeah. not enforce Correct. that law. Correct. And then also to arrest any federal agents that would come to try <laughs> to, to enforce, try to enforce that yeah. law. Yeah. So that's, that's there. But So when you see that, that's and funny. we already have laws on the books that are pro-life, mm-hmm. that are amended, why wouldn't we take, if we're going to be so bold about the Second Amendment, why wouldn't, be, why wouldn't we be as bold about the pro-life issue at the same time? You know, what, what I tell people about this, and I know this is hard to take for some, that we got to this point not in one fell swoop. It, <laughs> it wasn't, it that's, wasn't that's like we got 100%. to this point. If you look at the, the line of cases about abortion, they didn't start with abortion. They started with privacy concerns in marriage. That was the first time they talked about privacy. Mm. They created this doctrine out of nothing, right? This right. doctrine that talked about privacy that is not in the Constitution. They created uh-huh. that not about abortion laws, but about marriage and other issues. Then they start talking about the penumbras, right? Yes. And they yes. start talking about all these different things. And they yes. were none of those cases were related to abortion. Then they took it one step and one That's step. Yep. And That's eventually good. they're to the point that just a few years ago, Democrats were arguing that abortion would be rare, oh, yeah. safe, and yep. legal. Yep. Today they're Bill Clinton arguing, arguing yeah. Bill Clinton, remember? Yeah. Yes. Today they're arguing that abortion should be at all cases yeah. up to the time of birth. Right. Yeah. And the next step for them is going to be even after birth. Right. Right? Yeah. So we need to understand sometimes, be patient and say, look, they got here one step at a time. We need to get to where we want to go one step at a time.
So, and so part of our, our so that's argument, why this yeah. this case is so important mm -hmm. yeah. because that's one further step for us to keep fighting. So I, I agree with you on that, and this mm -hmm. is just kind of a, a push. This has been kind of one of the yeah. arguments that we've thrown around. So I agree with you about the incrementalism and all yeah. that, and, and not disagreeing with you. But um, if you were Attorney General under um, slavery, you know, would you be arguing the same thing? If it, oh, well, we just got to incrementally. Uh, get out of, get out of slavery. No, kind, I, I kind of understand. Thing. I understand the yeah. argument. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh -huh. I just know that if we, we we're going to win, we, we're actually winning. And and maybe some people get too frustrated. I think we're winning the hearts and minds of the American people. Mm -hmm. This is one of the reasons that I think abortion and Roe v. Wade keeps getting you know narrowed uh -huh. because people are seeing ultrasounds. They're they're seeing that sure. these these are babies. Yes, you know right, that yes. that that are in the womb. This is not just some plasm or mm -hmm. some yeah. you know. Clump of Cells. Clump yeah. of cells. This is actually a baby, and I think that's how we're going to continue yeah. to win hearts. So you wouldn't overturn slavery in one fell swoop? Well, it. it I, I can't answer that question. You know. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a KBJ. Okay. That's a KBJ answer. There might have been a red oh, dot. Oh, come on, Raul. There, there might have been a red dot there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Before we let you go, right now in Idaho, mm. the biggest thing facing the people of Idaho that you once you get in your first mm. your first step to help represent the people well and defend the people what 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 is that thing you know it i i'm at a disadvantage right now because i was saying for four months that the first thing i was going to do was end the state of emergency mm -hmm. <laughs> and then two weeks ago the He's governor took it. my thunder you know yeah. he, he knew that that, that i was going to win and yeah. this is what i was going to do <laughs> nice but but the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to ensure that the attorneys in the attorney general's office understand what the mission is for the office that they understand that we're not there to represent the government, that we're there to represent the people of Idaho. Which is why we vote for you. That, exactly. That's why right. we vote that, for you. Right. In right. fact, you know, when, when uh, the attorney general was in North Idaho talking to a group, he said, no, I don't represent you, I represent the government. <laughs> and uh, this lady asked him, so why are you asking for a vote? Yeah. <laughs> And Boom. the people that vote for me, That's they will right. be represented in the attorney general's yeah. office. And I want to ensure there's 120 to 130 attorneys in the attorney general's office. Wow. And I want to ensure that they understand what the mission of the attorney general's that, office is. The last question. Wait, hold on. Okay. Um, <laughs> last question. Um, in, in 2020, uh, we protested our city council's um, uh, masking and social distancing Good. mandate. Uh, we went to the city hall and sang psalms, and I was arrested. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Um, Everybody saw you a long time ago. Bars, bars. You got a, you got a stinger there for him. Yeah. Um, as attorney general, so now I'm I'm in a federal lawsuit with my city for the wrongful mm -hmm. arrest and everything. As attorney general, what would have you been able to do? To help me, it's about Gabe. In, in that, yeah. and that is a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. So, so uh, Gabe, this is these are all the things I'm going to do for you. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, not, uh, I'm just saying, what you know, a citizen who gets in a pickle no, like that, I, where the city's against I, them. I, I would have right? stood against that. In fact, I, if you remember Hardware you went, Brewing, you went to Hardware yes, Brewing. I, 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 I very Brewing. much appreciated yeah, you for that. 100. I, I was yep. there because uh -huh. I thought that what the state was doing was it's ridiculous. Wrong. Yes, I yeah. would. I think it's ridiculous. It's I would have stood up for the citizens of Idaho. I would have made given a legal opinion about how this state doesn't have the authority to do these things. Yeah. In fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but I serve on the Central District Health Board in in my area. Let me tell you, that's not something that I woke up when they say, oh, this is my lifelong dream <laughs> to live on, to <laughs> serve on the District Health Board. Yeah. I just said, look, these people are taking the rights of the people away from them. Right. 
I want to serve on that board because I want to end it. I want to mm. end the mask mandates. Mm. I want to end the things that we're doing. Yeah. In fact, we're having discussions right now about ending all these stupid school mandates and right. all that stuff. Yeah. That's why I did it because I, I believe that one person can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And that person first needs to be either appointed or elected to make that difference. And once you're in there, you do something about it. Within two months of me being on that health board, we got we went from seven to zero for a mask mandate to seven to zero against a mask mandate. Wow, it's science. In, in right. two months. <laughs> yeah. In two right. months. Yeah. So uh, one person can make a difference. You guys may agree or disagree with me on some small issues. Sure. But what you need to understand is you need somebody with a backbone that I don't just say I want to do things. I actually have done them. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when I, I believe in the rights of the people of Idaho, I believe that they should make their decisions about vaccines. They should make their decisions about masks. They should make decisions about opening businesses, about protesting, all those things. Yeah. And, and I will always stand with the people of Idaho on those issues. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I want to say I appreciate you coming on across politics. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, this is not an easy place Thank to you. come and have a conversation yeah. Yeah. and for you to expose yourself like that yeah. gives you glowing remarks for me as far I'm as I'm pretty sure he's going to get elected that. now because um, I mean he would have got, got the cross politic bump I yeah. think you would have gotten the governorship if you come on the governor's you know show what? I, I know maybe that was it can I ask one favor though if you get elected would you would you do me a favor um, like you're going to do Gabe um Man, no, it's, it's a long I, list. I know. Yeah. You're right. You're writing the wrong, wrong list. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Winsome Sears, when she got elected in Virginia, it was really amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. She yeah. really is. Yeah. But one of the things that I saw happening there, I think that we really need on her Instagram, she educates her people about the bills. She educates her people about what's going on, and it's hard for mm, common folks that are not on social media mm. to know. I would love it if an attorney general would educate the people and bring them into what's happening more on a public stage so that we can say, oh, you need us? We got you. Yeah, oh, right. we didn't know about this because Amen. the liberals do a great job of using emotional arguments yes. to move us. Yeah. And we don't always right. know the facts. We don't know what's in the bill. Right. We don't know what the situation is. And so That's we don't good. just need somebody to stand up for us. We need somebody who educates the people about what's going on yeah. in yep. their own in their own right. gov in yep. their own state. And so I would I, really I, I can promise you I'll do that. I, appreciate I, I used that. to do the most town halls when I was a member of Congress. I, I used to do and and I want to continue. I love talking yeah. to people and as you can tell i like answering questions yeah I, no we appreciate I, some like of you even when they're some hard some of them you just didn't like my answer that's true i didn't like some of them that's right. That's right. you were wrong you can you can't always be right i like you i like you that's that's really what's the website labrador 2022.com and it's may May 17th, 17th, or you can vote earlier, starting in, in a week, I believe. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Well, you know what to do if you're Come in Idaho. Come on. Come on. Thank you for being here, sir. Yeah, we really it's appreciate really you, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week. That's right. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Sure, you don't write a few names down there of <laughs> liberal Republicans. Did I say it right? What, what if what if I say it real soft? Liberal Republicans. Is that better? When tyrants take over, what's the first thing they do? Disarm. It happened in Russia, China, Germany, and most recently, Afghanistan. Why? Because disarmed people are easier to control. And over the last century and a half, American tyrants have been carrying out a slow, methodical disarmament that no one is talking about. 
state education. Tyrants know that education is warfare. Our rulers have a vested interest in making you totally harmless. They've got big plans and they don't want you getting in the way. Think about it. Would you rather fight an army decked out with high-powered rifles or a bunch of dinky water pistols? They know that if you can think critically, you're a threat. At New St. Andrews College, we want to graduate men and women who are dangerous. Dangerous to the world, dangerous to the principalities and powers, dangerous to spiritual wickedness in high places. Education can either arm you or disarm you. It can make you a threat or make you a useful idiot. So, where you get that education counts. Click the link to apply to New St. Andrews College today.